Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, Talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, Mr. Guinea. Well, hello, Trista Sutter, Nay Ren. How are you? And welcome to Almost Famous, the OGs. Yeah, but I think we're almost famous, just almost famous, because we're filling in today, I think. Right? We are just almost famous today. And I think that that is pretty (laughs) spectacular. In fact, we're going like current times. Oh, speaking of current, hi, Mercedes. (laughs) How are you? Hi, Mercedes. How are you? Great. I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited that we actually get to like poach almost famous because we never get to talk to like current, as we just said. And I just loved you on Bachelor in Paradise and Thank you. Bachelor, but 
I love your sparkly, positive energy and um, just want to thank you for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. So I assume, Bob, I don't think that Bob watched. Is this true, Bob? It is true. I did not watch. However, I do know who Mercedes is. So of course, you know I how, do like, not. There's some standouts, right, from every season. And so um, right when I saw your face, I'm like, hey, wait a second. I know who she is. <laughs> so, so, yes, very, uh, you're a very refreshing person to see on the oh. screen. So thank you for joining us and thanks for being on the show. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to get to interview you as well. So even though yeah. I didn't actually get to see all the antics from the season, I know some of the scoop. So I'm excited to have okay. you. He's Perfect. always in the know. He does his homework. <laughs> That's right. Our producers do a bang up job. They sure do, actually. <laughs> um, okay, so how is life after Paradise? Are you in are you in Nashville or Iowa or where Nashville. are you now and how is life? Yeah, so um I came back to Nashville. I've been in Nashville for five years now. Amazing. Um, I- Yes, I absolutely love it here. It's such a fun city um, as a young adult. Um, I am kind of thinking about moving to San Diego. I know a lot of people do that after they go on the show, but um, I have a few friends that are going out there. Um, So that's kind of the plan right now, just job searching and trying to figure it out. Amazing. Are you San Diego become the hot is San Diego become the hot spot? Is that where everyone goes after? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's interesting. Because remember, Trista, back in the day, I mean, when we did the show, it was like everybody, you know, f- like just immediately took off to be the new Ben Affleck. And Trista and I didn't. We stayed, we, we kept to our, we stuck to our guns. We stayed yeah. local, you know. Where, but, where are you guys at? Well, I'm back in Michigan, which is where I grew up. But okay. I ended up, uh, I went to Manhattan first and then, okay. and I ended up in LA, but uh, it took me a while to get there. But Nashville is where I would have always wanted to go. I love Nashville. I yeah, and you know what? A lot of there's a lot of Bachelor Nation here, and I feel like a lot of people from California are moving here. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah there's so true. many California people here. But San Diego is awesome too, though. I love it's yeah. one of my favorite areas of California. Yeah, for sure. It's and it's I feel like it's close enough to LA where you guys you could be a part of anything that comes up, and then it's yeah. far enough away where you can actually like get away get from, from it all. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, so are you dating currently? No, not dating. Definitely keeping my options open. I went into 2024 being like, okay, I'm not going to like force anything or like look really. And if it comes to me, it comes to me. Um, but right now I'm just really doing like a lot of like self-work and trying to be like the best person I can be because I want to be that for my partner when they decide to come around. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me right now. So I, when I watched Bachelor in Paradise, um, the thing that stood out to me about your story is um, the end with Tyler mm-hmm. and how he, like, I mean, I'm sitting there watching the show, yelling at my phone or television, whatever <laughs> I'm watching on, because he was like, you know, the spark, it was just wasn't there. And I'm like, didn't he literally, like, literally tell her? um that you guys had sparks on the first date i was like literally and so i went back today and i just googled mercedes which of course lots of cars come up but i googled (laughs) and then then i googled your last name um and i watched and i was like that's exactly what he said on your first date he said 
there was all these signs and there were sparks. And, and then he's like breaking up with you and saying he couldn't find a spark. Like, how did you feel about that? Yeah, it definitely, I felt like I kind of knew it was coming. I felt yeah. like we were both, we liked each other, but it was neither one of us were really like trying to take it a step further. Like we were just like almost comfortable, you know, like I feel like our first date, it was amazing. And we both agreed that like, there was definitely something there. But then I felt like after we had that high, it just mm-hmm. kind of like puts out, you know? So yeah, it definitely caught me for a surprise when he said Sp- no spark. I was like, what do you mean no spark? Like what? Like, that's like a relationship. You have to have a spark. Like, what are you talking about? Yes. So definitely when he said that, I was like taken aback, but I also think that at the end of the day, we just weren't, we're, we're better as friends and I love Tyler. I think he's great. I'm really happy for him. He's in a relationship and everything. Um, wish absolutely nothing but the best for him. I think at the end of the day, we just knew that we were better off friends. And unfortunately, you know, we were in front of cameras and all that. So it was kind of like forced. And so I feel Mm -hmm. like we were trying to make it work when in reality, we kind of both knew that it like, wasn't it, you know? Yeah. 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 That, yeah. that that's a great outlook and a great way to look at things. You know, yeah. I, all relationships are not going to work out. And I think if you have that kind of attitude, then you're going to be just fine. Yes. <laughs> I feel like when someone's using the same words, I feel like when someone's using the same words like spark too much, that that's a producer mm-hmm. in their ear going, you know, because he obviously didn't realize that he mm-hmm. said to you, oh my God, I feel such a spark, right? And then to be like, I'm just not feeling any sparks. It's like, you know, know, no one uses that. <laughs> I know when they did like in the show and they did the little flashback, I was like, ooh, that does not look good. Yeah, that's not going to age well. That, you know, <laughs> that's going to come back and bite you, you know? Yeah. And you, so it'd be like, I feel such great chemistry. And then at the end, you're like, I don't feel any chemistry. Yeah. Dude, this is not going to age well. I know. I, know. <laughs> I should be more in the know and realize that there probably isn't a producer behind all that. But I was like, dude, you literally told her that there were sparks on your first date. And then you told her there weren't any. Like, oh, my ah. God. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. Okay, so I know that you've got your girl gang um, from Bachelor in Paradise. So yeah. tell me about the trip. Like, And I love that you guys are still getting together, mm-hmm. especially like um, – I, I know, Bob, you probably still are mad about um, not being able to go to the gold. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little I'm a little hurt, a little hurt. Gary and I are going to talk. We're going to talk. <laughs> me too. Add me in on that call. I don't go either. <laughs> I know. So I have, I have they, told uh, Bennett they, they asked me if producers. it was chicken or fish, you know, like, uh, uh, <laughs> know. Between, that, between that and being left off the short list for the Easties. I'm just so ass chapped over here. You have no idea. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, so I've told Bennett and other producers and execs, like we need to have a massive reunion with like everybody because the show is like what I've, I used to explain it as like a, you know, a dysfunctional kind of crazy family, but I've come to realize that it's more like a, a Greek co-ed Greek um, group, like a fraternity sorority combined with girls and guys where we're like, we're like family, but you know, not really. And you like some people and you don't like some people and you love some people like their family. So I love that you have found your crew. Who did you walk away with? Yeah, your tribe. Who did you (laughs) walk away with the closest relationships? Um, I would say out of 
Bachelor, I was definitely closest with um, Katie and Kylie. Those were like my two girls that I went to for everything. Um, me and Kylie, when we started traveling, we were roommates. Um, so awesome. Yeah. And so um, when you travel, you know, you don't, you are always my, do you have some like downtime where you can like, you know, just, just chill out and like be able to talk to them. And so it was like me and her got really, really close because we were having that time together. Um, so definitely out of Bachelor, I was definitely closest to probably Kylie and Katie. Um, and then obviously, once everything ended, we all hung out and then relationships like continued building. Um, but I'm really close with like Jess, Kat, Kylie, obviously, Katie, Gabby, Ariel, the whole group, Davia. We have a whole clan. I love it so much. It's awesome. I love that. I know you're super close with Kylie, as you just said. How is she doing with the breakup? Um, I think she's doing the best that she can. Obviously, like that news is horrible to receive on both ends. Like, it's just, it was horrible. And so I think that she's doing her best. And I know that she's working on healing herself. And um, I know she just went on like Nick Vial too. So I know you guys will hear from her soon um, about her side which I'm really excited for her to put out and just let the world know what happened. Yeah. And for Bob, I, I he cheated on her, right? She found out that he cheated on her. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, that's never, never good. No, never. that's a bummer. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. simple. I feel like in, in circumstances, it's like break up first, if that's what you feel like doing. Right. I mean, honestly, God, I used to always say it. I'd be like, do me a favor. Like don't in a, in a relationship, like don't just don't let the joke be on me. You know right. what I mean? Like, if you're going to do it, you can call you text me and be like, hey, we're done. And then do whatever you want to do. At least then I'll be like, oh, you know what? They, they did me the service. You know, yeah. I mean, I might not have saw the text. I might not have seen it. But, uh, you know, yeah, that sucks. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Especially in the public eye. You know, that's what I was. That's yeah. like the worst part is like, obviously, he effed up because cheating is never OK. But it yeah. also sucked that she had one. She had to find out from random people like telling her you did uh yeah yeah but um and then she it's also like sad for him too like obviously he's the one that screwed up but he was getting so much hate too so like i feel remorse for him almost kind of because he's just going through it too it's just a, a crappy situation all around and i feel for both of them obviously do not think what he did was okay at all. And like, Kylie's my girl. Like I ride at dawn for her, you know, like she, I would do anything for that girl. And I just, yeah, she's working on herself and doing better every day. So she's grown a lot from it. As a, as a super old married dude, I will, I will send along some advice for her. <laughs> Let her know that it's not about her. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> him doing that is a, is a complete so reflection true. of him. Yep. So, you know, at the end of the day, whatever he did in that moment, it had nothing to do with her. It had to do with him, with his insecurities, with something that he has going on in here and up here that made him feel like he had to be a complete jackass. So, you know, I mean, speaking as as a, a guy who's made a billion mistakes in my life, I can say that it was never about the person or anyone else. It was always about me. And so I can say that from that perspective that I guarantee you that guy is kicking himself right now. I mean, the the five minutes of pleasure was not worth the relationship and the hate that he's received ever since then, because, you know, it's one of those things you do not forget, you know, they, they, 
I, Tristan and I have both been so fortunate that people have loved us since ago for, you know, and, and I'm thankful for that. They, they, you know, but the people that were considered villains at that time, they don't, people don't forget that part either. I mean, I still have people approach me and be like, what about this guy? And I gotta be like, no, he's not a bad guy, you know, but it's, it's one of those things. So, you know, I feel bad. I, I feel remorse for that guy. I feel bad for that guy, but yeah, that's all about him. So make sure she knows that. Yeah, I definitely will. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about using your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So... The next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service that you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest. Thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you feel like you just need to get something off your chest, whether it's work, family, relationships, we all carry around different stressors all day, big and small. When we bottle up those stressors, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's been weighing you down. Therapy's always been a benefit in my life. It's something that uh, my wife and I do as a couple. It's also something I do personally. If nothing else, it's a great place to just release whatever is going on internally. It's a place where you can feel less alone. 
Therapy allows you to be the best version of yourself, which obviously life is short. And so the more we can be the better versions of ourselves, the better this whole thing is for us and the people around us. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash almost today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash almost. Okay, so speaking of villains that Bob like brought up, um, Braden yes. was kind of a villain before Bachelor in Paradise, and he kind of redeemed himself. What What are your feelings about um, his proposal and his relationship with Christina? Yeah, honestly, when I heard that they were together, I was like, "What? <laughs> what? That's crazy! What?" I was like, "There's like I'm so confused how this yeah. went about." Um, you know, Christina has a little girl. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, Brayden is like so young. And like, that's like a lot to take on, you know? And yeah. I was like, it's ready. And then I like stepped back and that's exactly how my parents were. Like really? I, I met my dad with, when I was, I think I was like seven. Um, and he ended up adopting me. Okay. And so I was like, okay, if Brayden is like that person for her, like I, support it 100%. They seem so happy. And like, yeah, I just want the best for them. I was so shocked when he proposed to her, though. I was like, Oh, my gosh, what? (laughs) Were you watching live? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was actually I was in the other room. I forget what I was doing. And my friend was watching it. She started screaming. Oh, no way. (laughs) I was like, what What happened? I thought something was wrong. I didn't even think it was the show. And she's like, they just got engaged. It's so funny. So one of the producers, Katie Summers, I don't know if you you guys both know her, but um, she was like, she came around to the table that I was sitting at and she's to all of us standing there. She said, Hey, do you want to be part of something that's going to be really exciting? And we were all like, well, well, yeah, of course, if it's really Mm -hmm. exciting, why wouldn't we want to be part of it? So um, we all kind of go over and we had no idea what was about to happen. And, um, and, and then she gave us the scoop and told us what was going to go down. And I actually got chills. Like I, I, I love love and Mm -hmm. I got chills. And then afterwards people were all like up in arms. Oh my gosh. I can't believe that somebody got engaged at a wedding. You're not supposed to do that. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, and, but, but. (laughs) It's not a standard wedding. It's not a standard wedding. Right. It's not normal. (laughs) It's not a normal wedding. It was like a live television event. It wasn't just a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyway, um, it was it was really exciting in the moment. And I am so happy for for them both. Christina was amazing with my daughter at the wedding and just love her. Oh my gosh. Just, uh, just love her. She's like, literally when people are like, what's like Christina? I'm like, oh, I'm like, she's just like, She's all personality. Like, there's just like, she has so much going on. And she can literally talk to a brick wall and like, literally. Totally. I love it. Yeah. That is a great way to um, describe her. But yeah, that was, that was a really fun moment for me. And I'm like, you know what? You can't compare it to a normal wedding. It was the television oh, event. Mm-mm. And, um, yeah. and they spoke with 
Gary and Teresa beforehand, or he did. So, yeah. Yeah. What a stop making drama when there's no drama, people. Hey, one thing that I've (laughs) learned, one thing that I have learned from being on this show is like, people are going to talk no matter what. Like, no matter what happens. Oh, yeah. Someone's going to have something to say about something. And like, you just got to roll with the punches and be like, okay, you don't know me. So, well, and if there's no drama, you're too vanilla. So it's like, right. well, you can't win either way. They're like, oh, Mercedes has no personality. She's boring. I'm like, why? Because I don't want to give into the drama. Like, what? <laughs> don't, don't okay. bite. Don't bite. Just no, get don't take the bait. Doing no. great. You're doing great. Yeah. It's much so better to be loved than hated, I'm sure. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so what's next for you besides maybe moving to San Diego? Um, you know, I'm just honestly flying by this seat of what how was that saying? Seat of my pants. Yeah, seat of my pants. I'm just like rolling <laughs> with the punches, doing whatever comes my way. I told God like Whatever doors you want to open in 2024, like, I'm down. I'm going to say yes to everything. I'm going to do everything. Whatever comes my way, I'm ready for it. I'm job searching right now, trying to finally start my career. No clue what I want to do. In what? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you worked You so worked for a nonprofit before, search, right? Yes. Yeah, like, what, so, you have to know what they want to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I feel like I originally, before I went on the show, I was working as a case manager as a non- at a nonprofit. Um, and I loved that, but I also like kind of want to dip my toes in other things too. Yeah. So, like yeah. a for-profit? <laughs> I don't even know what the difference is. No. <laughs> like I really want to be in a for-profit this a time. For-profit. Like where I'm profiting. Oh. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just trying to figure out life right now. Life has been well, I'm so sure you'll have. You'll have great opportunities, I'm sure. You're a lovely personality. You are, I, I'm, I'm sure you're going to have a lot of opportunities. So we're excited for you. Keep us posted how it goes. Yes, I definitely will, for sure. And um, last question, are you moving to San Diego with anybody or are you going to be living with someone, one of those besties? Yes. So Kylie and Jess are actually moving, I think, like next month. So they're moving very soon. Um, so my plan is to, whenever I get a job, I'll move out there and then probably do like a month to month for a while until I can, you know, find someone or move in with them once their lease is up. So just figuring awesome. it out. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I love it. Is, is San Diego near Carlsbad? That do you know? I, do you I, know I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Anyway, Tenley lives out so. there and, um, and she's about to have another baby. So, hey, maybe you could be a nanny. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's what I'm doing right now. I literally uh, um, had to uh, change the time because uh, my I nannied for them a couple of years ago. And they it snowed here. And they're like, we're going to go to Punta Cana. Can you watch our kids? And I was like, sure. So I'm just like a full full mom for a few days. <laughs> Love it. Wait, you didn't get to well, go we're to looking, Punta Cana? We're looking for a new nanny. Are you? <laughs> Michigan. Yeah, you know, but I know Michigan's not close to Carlsbad. I can promise you that. Yeah, no, it sure isn't. And I like, I grew up in Iowa, so I know all about the Midwest. Oh, you definitely do. You definitely yeah. do. Yeah, we're getting crushed with snow right now. It's brutal. But so mm-hmm. is Denver, right? So is Denver. Yeah. You guys got a lot, too. Yeah. It was. It was. We're better. Like, we were in the 40s yesterday, but um, 
gosh, it was like negative 10, I think, like literally on my car dashboard. Mm-hmm. I, I'm Brutal. like, what is happening? It was freezing. freezing. Yeah, that's I do tough. not miss that about Iowa. Iowa has like, my hometown has like 20 inches right now and it's been in the negatives for like a week. I hate it. So Hate brutal. It. Yeah. You will That's what love I wonder. San I'm like, Diego then. <laughs> I'm like, why did I leave LA again? I'm trying to remember I know. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know it. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Mercedes, for coming and chatting. And good luck with everything in the future. Just love watching you. I'll be following along. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me today. It was nice meeting you guys. Nice you meeting too. you too. Thanks for joining Almost Famous. Have a great day. You too. See you. Bye. Bye. She is so lovely. She is. And you know what? I'm wondering if she had any idea who we were. <laughs> Guarantee she did not. She's like, why is this old married dude giving me advice about something? <laughs> he wasn't even invited to the Golden Bachelor wedding. And he didn't even get to present an Eastie. Like, who is this loser? <laughs> I don't get butt hurt anymore. I'm 51 years old and I, I just can't care. Anymore. Oh, when I was 51, I didn't care either. You know, it's the turning point in life. It really is. You know what, though? She's so cute. She's so nice. I, I mean, honestly, I, I yeah. think it's, she's got a great attitude about things. And man, how great would it be? Oh, you know, I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to do. I'm job hunting. I love that. You're like, so job hunting for what? I, you know, I'm not really sure. <laughs> hunting um, for it. jobs with, really, you know, like, some type of job. Like, do you just put in like, job search like san diego job job, job. <laughs> go oh uh, yeah okay yeah i know what do you want what do you want to do oh yeah i'm not entirely sure just job i button. think it's awesome you know, i mean why not when you're young just Heck have yeah. the doors wide open and cast a wide net i i love that i, I love, love it that to be i love it too i'm um, you know i'd do it if i could man i'm, I'm excited for it. i wish you the best yeah. well that was awesome thank you so much for seeing Thanks for joining us. We loved it. Thanks for coming on Almost Famous. I hope that your interview with us today finds you your new career in a for-profit job. <laughs> yes, thanks, Mercedes. And thanks, everybody, for listening. I've been Trista. And I've been Bob. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.